Hey everybody, our board slash OITE podcast companion book is now available for you to follow along and take notes with our podcast review. Just click the link in the description. Hello everybody and welcome back to yet another episode of the Nail It Ortho podcast. You are tuned into our OITE slash our board review series and we have been trucking along talking about some adult reconstruction and we will just kind of continue along with it. Uh, we hope that you all are enjoying and learning some things. We hope that you all have hit the subscribe button and we hope that by this time, you all have each went and left us a review or at least just gave us just a little five-star rating in iTunes or however you listen to us. That would help us out so much, and it only takes about six seconds to do. By the time I'm done doing this intro, you could have left a quick review. Now, without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into today's episode. You are now listening to Nailed It, the orthopedic surgery podcast featuring Drs. Jay Fitz and Wendell Cole. Um, the So what are some of the releases then performed in a valgus type knee? Yeah, so if you think, you know, oppositely, um, you know, again, start with removal of any bony, bony osteophytes, you can... Uh, release some of the capsule and if you continue going to the lateral corner of the knee you can release the popliteus or the it band and lastly you would release the lcl um, but the key thing is just to release the tight structures uh, that's the most important thing and uh, it's important not to uh, especially in a valgus knee not to perform an aggressive medial release and that's one of the things that we always look at x-rays and uh, you know, you're so used to doing a, a varus knee that you'll start and do your uh, release of the deep MCL and you'll, some people will say you stop at the mid-axial line, some people will say you'll stop till the knee is balanced, um, but you're releasing that and if you continue to release a little too much on a valgus knee, you'll make that loose. And, and also one thing with valgus knees is that perennial, perennial uh, nerve palsy can also occur. Um, if you, you mentioned, you, you answered the uh, flexion question, now you got the extension one. Uh, if you're tight laterally in extension, what structure uh, can you release? So you can release the IT band. Um, if you are tight laterally in extension, be I'm very, very careful <laughs> of doing this because one, the peroneal nerve is right in that area. And two, uh, I have seen this before. It, I don't know how common it is, but if you do an IT band release, from inside the joint, uh, that uh, kind of space opens up. And I have seen a patient come back in clinic when I picked up service uh, months later um, when I rotated on in residency where a patient developed a big uh, seroma in that area that then eventually caused skin necrosis and it was an open joint uh, later because yeah, it necrosed all the way through and um, you could just see the femoral and tibial components. So uh, again, if you're having to release the IT band, um, you're, you're probably not balanced with your bony cuts. So uh, in my opinion, always go back to the bony cuts. And then if your bony cuts are spot on and you don't think that there's any correction that needs to be made, then you can do some of these selective like IT band releases. And then laterally, the popliteus tendon uh, uh, inserts on the posterior lateral femur. And if you're tight in flexion, you can uh, release that as well. Um, and so 
where does the popliteus sit in relation to the LCL? Like where is its insertion? Yeah. So this is going to be uh, distal and anterior to the LCL. And I believe it's 18 millimeters distal and, uh, and anterior. And I've seen, I, to touch on uh, release and IT band, I've seen our attendings do it a couple of times. And so they'll do it from outside the capsule. Like they'll go and, uh, and dissect, you know, laterally. And then, and then with a bovie, like, you know, while, while testing afterwards, release a little bit of the, of the IT band. Uh, But that's uh, that's the key is it has to be extra capsular because if it's not, you open up that space for the post-op like blood and hematoma and seroma to go. And it just pools in that area. Yeah, that'd be scary <laughs> if that happened. I'm like, oh man. Um, so, what are some surgical options for? Um, you, you mentioned a little bit earlier with our extra articular deformities, but what are some surgical options for patients with a large coronal de- deformity, but it's in the distal fourth of the femur or the proximal fourth of the tibia? Uh, yeah, so you can do an osteotomy with. Uh, total knee arthroplasty with uh, diaphyseal uh, press fit uh, stems. Um, preferentially, those patients would have been treated with an osteotomy prior to this. But at the same point, if you can't do it, then you do your osteotomy, you correct their coronal plane, and then provisionally fix them. And then essentially, you're bypassing the uh, osteotomy site by doing a diaphyseal fit stem, uh, but they have to be long enough so that you do engage that diaphysis. Um, and then uh, one thing is that uh, that McPherson's or McPherson's uh, one quarter rule, which um, is really talking about where the mechanical axis is passing through the joint, whether it's through the medial fourth. Uh, uh, like far medial fourth, the middle fourth, the lateral middle fourth, or the completely lateral one. And essentially you want to stay within the middle two, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong uh, on that. Um, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you you don't want to necessarily correct them so much that their alignment changes. And then then you're looking at nerve palsies and one leg being longer than the other yeah. and all that, but you want to get them within the general ballpark where their knee is still functional, pain-free and doesn't really cause any other uh, issues down the road. Yeah. Hello all. Thanks for listening to the episode. We hope that you all learned something and please, did you, did you leave that review during the intro? If you haven't, can you please take a second of your day and leave us a review in iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or however you listen to us. And until next time.